Hi, folks. This is Mike Callahan again. Welcome back. I hope you're enjoying uh, several of the podcasts that we've been uh, putting out there. Uh, I want to give a shout out again to Jeff Devereaux with No Veteran Left Behind, a great supporter of these podcasts. Appreciate his his counsel and, and his support. Today, we got a really interesting guest. His name is Joe White. And Joe's a drone pilot. He's got five years of experience. He's a retired educator with a background in environmental science. He uh, owns a small business called Plus Five Technology Autonomous Systems Group, or ASG, and they do training in autonomous systems. And um, he's also an Army vet uh, during, the, during the 70s. It was in the Army. So um, he's got some great information about the whole e- evolving industry of, uh, of drones and the opportunities that are inherent in that. And so he's excited to get him on, uh, on the podcast, and I uh, want to introduce you to him. and. Uh, and get the ball rolling. So, Joe, welcome. And if you would, share us a little bit uh, about your background. Uh, sure. Thank you very much, Mike, for allowing me to present this information. And I want to thank those uh, listeners out there for joining in. Uh, yes, my name is Joe White, uh, born and raised here in the city of Detroit, Michigan. Uh, all my life I've been here in Detroit, except during the time of my service and also during some time when I traveled around the world. Um, but uh, product of the city of Detroit, uh, educated uh, here in Detroit Public Schools, uh, enjoyed a wonderful life here, and uh, now that I'm in my retirement age, uh, in education, you don't really retire, Mike. It's something that keeps calling you back, so I'm back out here again working in the field after retirement, uh, bringing information uh, to uh, students and adults as well concerning this new and emerging technology called autonomous systems. And what that means, uh, systems that operate without human intervention, without humans being on board like self-driving cars, which for 2021, the world's new uh, F-150 is an autonomous vehicle. They have it set up now where you can drive that new pickup without having your hands on the wheel. Uh, So the autonomous world is here. It's a matter of, are we gonna catch up with this? Are we gonna let it slide by? Uh, Will we have a larger gap in what we call the digital divide and it's now it's up to us to make sure that doesn't happen i love that that's such a, a great call to action and i also really appreciate what you're saying about you never do retire as an educator it's it just life goes on and, and i'm blessed with that that same kind of opportunity too so i uh, i hear what you're saying and truly appreciate uh, your continued commitment to helping people learn about uh, the evolving uh, technology um when i think about drones i I think about uh, you know the one that I brought from bought for my grandson and that we're playing with uh, outside. But I, I'm I'm sure the drones is a whole lot more involved than just the, the local ones. Is there a way to kind of uh, cover the scope of of drones that you could explain to to people a little bit better? Uh, sure. Um, what I suggest is that uh, you start out by defining where do you want to go with drones. And in the industry, we've sort of uh, outline three different categories. Number one being the hobbyist or recreational drone uh, flyer, which is someone that buys a drone, goes out with the kids, family, friends, uh, just to go out in the park, uh, play around with it and put it back in a box and maybe two, three times a month they use it. That's one category. The second would be those that we call enthusiasts. Uh, You buy a drone and then the first thing you do is upgrade the props, you upgrade the motors, uh, you do all these upgrades to make your drone more to your specific need. And in most cases, this involves what's called DRL, Drone Racing League, uh, which you can see on ESPN from time to time. 
Uh, and the third and the most uh, important and the one that I'm focused on most will be the enthusiast or the enterprise system. I'm sorry. Enterprise drone operators are people that do drone work for money. Once you uh, ask for money or you want to be compensated for drone services, you fall into the enterprise category. Okay, you, you got my interest. <laughs> how, how, how do I make a ton of money? No, just kidding. But how, how does somebody get started uh, in that? Um, what, what's it take to, to, to get involved in the enterprise, pursuing enterprise opportunities? Uh, the first thing is education. Uh, in order to fly in what's called uh, the national airspace, which is over the United States, all the 48 states, uh, including Alaska and Hawaii, if you're going to fly an enterprise operation, the first thing you must do is get certified. Now, how do you do that? The certification process is what's called 14 CFR, which stands for Code of Federal Regulations, 14 CFR Part 107, which is SUAS, Small Unmanned Aerial Systems. Uh, the test, it's a two-hour test. You must get a score of 70% to pass. Uh, 60 questions on there, and it, it involves five different categories. So what I would suggest if you're considering an enterprise operation is to find you a good coach, someone that can prepare you for the test. Uh, I can almost assure you, Mike, that if anyone walked into the FAA uh, Flight Training Center and took the test, you would probably assure yourself of 100% failure because there's just so much information that's there relative to flying a drone in the United States under enterprise operations. So obviously we need, you need to be trained and, and get that work toward that certification. Um, yeah. So as I do that then, what's, what would be the next step? I go get a job and people have drones and I fly them or how do I, how do I get into, in, into a given industry? I know there's a lot, I'm assuming there's a lot of different industries that, that use drones. How do I, how do, I, how do I get involved in those? Well, what I first suggest to people is to define your area that you want to uh, focus on. Uh, don't try to do it all uh, from public safety to construction to energy to agriculture to mining to aerial photography. Don't try to do it all because it's such a broad industry out there that you're going to find yourself being lost in the sauce, as they say. So find one of those industries uh, and also look around in your respective area. There may be a lot of construction jobs coming up, which would uh, probably encourage you to look at the construction side of drone operations, which involves aerial mapping. 25% um, reduction in rework and 80% shorter inspection times in construction, which of course saves money. Uh, so in terms of how to approach it, um, once you get your certification, I would suggest you buy your drones for the specific operation that you want to conduct and then you hire yourself or subcontract yourself out. Uh, most companies just don't have drones sitting around and waiting for pilots. They, if they do, they already have pilots there. So uh, the, the wise knowledge here would be to purchase your own equipment for the industry you want to specialize in and just go for it. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. And I assume there'd be opportunities to kind of do informational interviews or be out talking to people to gain better understanding of different industries and different environments so that as somebody goes through this process, they'll be able to get more information and, and make the decision to get into the right, the, the industry and the environment that's best suited for themselves. Um, how, how do they get more information from you? 
I'm assuming you're you're available for information. Do we? Sure. Uh, I am a trainer. Uh, I do offer a 40-hour workshop, and it's called the 107 Pre-Test. We prepare you to take the test. You will not get a certification from me, but I will prepare you to take the two-hour, 60-question tests, uh, which uh, we would make sure you get over 70%, so the first time out, you'll pass it. Uh, but to get in contact with us at Plus Five Technologies Autonomous Systems Group, we're located at 19730 Ralston, Suite 113. That's here in Detroit, Michigan, 48203. And you can uh, shoot me a quick email at Joe White, the number 51, at gmail.com. Again, that's Joe White, the number 51, at gmail.com. Great, thank you, and we'll include that uh, that that address and that email address in the uh, in the write up that goes with this this podcast. It's exciting uh, sure. talking to you. The the uh, it's just every time we talk, learning more about it and the and the kinds of opportunities. And I know before we get out of here, um, you're a member of the Tuskegee Airmen, the Macon uh, Thomas chapter, and I know yes. you wanted to share a little bit about that and uh, tell us about your involvement with that organization and uh, and what they're trying to do. Uh, yes, I've been with the chapter for four years now. Uh, I am the uh, director of the uh, Youth Academy, uh, which uh, we focus on what's called Drones in the Classroom, which is a fourth through eighth grade in-school training program to teach children how to code their drones. And uh, all the while, while they're playing with these things, they are learning a great deal about autonomous systems. Um, and with that being said, uh, we're, uh, you know, doing what we can to make sure that we get the information, and again, the key word here is information, out to the public as to the tremendous, and when I say that, I mean it in all sincerity, the tremendous opportunities that the 5G world will open up in terms of drones and autonomous systems. And if I could just inject this, Mike, people are, have often asked me, well, Joe, Amazon's going to be delivering UPS, FedEx. That's not going to happen until the 5G network is established, which will allow drones to send and transmit data in milliseconds a uh, hundred times faster than the current 4G technology that we're operating under. So uh, I'm saying all that to say this, prepare yourself for a 5G world where you will see amazing things take place in the drone industry. So I'm gonna make a leap here and say that once the 5G is in, and you've got a drone traveling, they're being controlled by the different towers, not just a remote con control device. Is that correct? Is that the way the technology will be working? And that's why 5G will, will open up so much opportunity? Uh, yes, and uh, the, the key here is data transmission, uh, which is called latency. Latency is the amount of time it takes for data to travel from one place to another. Under the current 4G, the latency period is around 100 megabytes per second. When we move to 5G, we're going to be talking about gigabytes per second, which is 500 times faster than the current 4G. Now, why is that important to drones? Signal loss, just like with our cell phones, from time to time you can have a signal loss. The worst thing that can happen while a drone is flying is to lose its contact with the control station, which is the operator. And in that case, you can get flyaways, uh, the drone being out of control, and uh, just, you know, you have no control over it. So that's why the government's really been restrictive on flying beyond visual line of sight. But once 5G is enabled, you will be able to fly a drone from Detroit to Pontiac. 
and that will be done way beyond the visual line of sight. But the, but the 5G technology uh, will allow drones to collect more data, send more data uh, at light speed almost. So what you've seen in movies like Star Wars and other things with all these devices flying, you're going to see that over national airspace in the not too distant future. That's that's exciting. I, I can just imagine it, and it, it really gets you gets you going thinking about potential opportunities associated with that. So that's that's phenomenal. And you you're working with young kids, helping them learn about it, uh, and you've got programs to help uh, older folks learn about uh, pursuing the enterprise opportunities and everything. So it's very very cool, very exciting. Hey, I want to thank you for taking the time to uh, to chat with us today. You really opened my eyes to a lot of opportunities, and uh, I'm hoping that our listeners. We'll get excited about it and, and reach out to you and learn more about this and uh, evaluate it in terms of potential career opportunities. So thanks again for taking the time and uh, I really, really appreciate it, Joe. Uh, sure thing, Mike, and I appreciate the opportunity. Uh, hopefully in the not too distant future, we can share some information with returning citizens and veterans um, where they can find more information and possibly get involved in uh, this new technology that's just gonna sweep the nation very soon. That's great, that's great. Um, and what I'd encourage our listeners to uh, both send, you know, reach out to Joe, the email, but also uh, reach out to the, the, the uh, webpage link that I'll put out there too, to get your name on a mailing list. And so we can continue to stay in touch with you as, uh, as the technology uh, evolves. And if you wanna learn more about the training program that, that, that Joe offers, uh, he can get you that information on the email. So again, Joe, thank you very much for taking the time. And uh, I'm, I'm anxiously waiting for the time when I'm going to see a whole bunch more drones in the air. That's going to be exciting. <laughs> okay. Thank you so much, Mike. And you have a good day. And those out there listening, enjoy your weekend. Stay safe. And please practice social distancing. Amen. Take care. Thank Bye. you.